0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner.
1: Hi everybody, this is Sandy Weiner, and I am the Chief Love Officer at LastFirstDate.com. I am the dating and love coach for women over 40 who want to attract and sustain a he- healthy Lasting, loving relationship. We have a fabulous show coming up for you today. I'm going to be speaking with dating expert, behavioral scientist, and author, Dr. Christy Hartman, about dating as an introvert. This is such an important topic, and introversion has received a lot of press um, due to the work of Susan Cain, um, author Susan Cain, who wrote a book called Quiet, last year or the year before, I think it's about two years ago, and she really put introverts on the map and helped them to show up better in life. And dating is a place where introverts often get kind of lost. Um, So I can't wait to talk to Christy in a few minutes. And um, as a dating coach myself, it is my mission to help women over 40 recognize the qualities of a good man and learn the relationship skills that it takes to make love last. Most women who come to me for support are amazing mothers and they're successful in the workforce, but they have challenges attracting and sustaining a relationship with good men. And one of the mistakes that I notice that they make over and over again is that they show up in dating with kind of a bossiness that uh, they bring to work they bring that sort of competitiveness and bossiness and I'm right, you're wrong to dating, which is a real romance killer. Um, it really turns off the men that they're attracted to, and they often don't see it. They just think they're showing up as their strength, strong self. And it's wonderful to be strong. Men love strong women, most men, um, and they will admire you for your strength, but they may not want to date you. They may want to hire you if all you do is show up as competitive and combative. So you might want to turn up your femininity and your give the man something that he doesn't get at work. And I know people will be pissed at me for saying this, but it's not about turning your strengths off. It's about amping your femininity up. And... This is such a common mistake, and I I really made so many of these same mistakes when I started dating, and that's one of the reasons I became a dating coach, and I love helping women and men to do better, um, especially when they're over 40 and especially if they've already been in long-term relationships or marriages that haven't worked out, and it's hard to see the dating behaviors that you have when you're too close to the situation, so that's why it's helpful to have a free guide, the one I created for you, that outlines the top three dating mistakes that midlife daters make. And it gives you the solutions to the problems. I give exercises so that you can turn around those behaviors and start really attracting the love you deserve. So if you'd like a copy, all you have to do is go to my homepage at lastfirstdate.com and sign up because I want you to go on your last first date. Today's show is sponsored by Audible.com. They are a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. You can listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you like, and you'll get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash lastfirstdate. That's audibletrial.com forward slash lastfirstdate. And now I'm going to introduce our special guest today, Dr. Christy Hartman is an internationally recognized dating expert, behavioral scientist, and the author of five dating advice books. She's a recovering academic and closeted nerd. Those are her words. Christy has refocused her overactive analytical mind on unraveling the scientific and psychological mysteries behind dating and attraction. She caters to men and women and deconstructs all that is baffling about dating and makes it easily digestible to singles. And Christy and I have spoken a lot about introverts and how they date um, because Christy and I are both pretty introverted. So welcome to the show, Christy. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, thanks for having me, Sandy. It's awesome to be here. Yeah, my pleasure. And, and Christy, you've been on the show before, so this is a a return engagement, and um, yep. I'm excited about the topic. So... So let's start with defining introversion, because I think people get this wrong quite a bit. And Susan Cain really helped me understand it in her book, Quiet. So if you can just please let people know, what is introversion?
0: This is such an interesting question, because I mean, I'm mean i going to give an answer, but um, even among scientists and people who study behavior, you're not going to get a completely you're not going to get 100% agreement on what it is. But for the most part, what it is to be an introvert is to be an internal person. You're the, introverts are more internally focused. Um, they're more focused on the world of thoughts and ideas rather than the external world of people and things. And um, they're they're more internal. They are usually quieter. They're usually um, softer spoken, like you, <laughs> Sandy, here's mm-hmm. a spoken person and they they just are often misunderstood by people but it's really about being internal it's about being the kind of person who derives energy from being quiet from being um from things inside them they derive their energy from from inside them rather than from the external world of stimuli and people and whatever's outside them it's a kind an academic
1: answer, but yeah. No, but it's it's good um, because I think one of the things that most people I think believe that an introvert is is a shy person. It's an it's a person with social anxiety, and the two of them don't always go hand in hand. In fact, often right. they don't. And um, I know for me, one of the reasons I was so quiet in school was a fear of being judged um for being wrong. And so that wasn't necessarily because of introversion. It was more about my fear of judgment. And yeah, that's shyness. You know? Yeah, that's more about shyness. But it it had to do with self esteem rather than than anything else at the time. So when my self esteem grew I got more comfortable speaking up. Um and I I was just reading an article, I think it was by Susan Cain um, and it was about, she had in there something about public speaking, and I went to see her speak when she finished her book, and um, she was speaking near nearby at a local library, and she said that getting ready for her book tour was torture for her. I mean, she had to take yeah. time off work. She had to spend like two weeks preparing. Public speaking did not come easily to her, and now she is known as a public speaker. So... A lot of people think, you know, if you're really introverted that you're not going to get up on a stage and you're not going to do the things that people do who are more comfortable being very public. Um, And so what she describes is there are ways that introverts can prepare for public speaking very differently, but you can be a very successful public speaker, and in fact many speakers are, and you don't have to make a lot of noise to to be seen and heard and she she cites malcolm gladwell as as an example of a soft spoken public speaker who makes incredible um impact with a quiet voice and um i think yeah. that that was a really nice um way to understand for introverts that they can succeed, um, and that's something that I struggled with quite a bit too, and now I've I've achieved success as a public speaker um, through a lot of the tips that she provided.
0: Yeah, I, um, I, I agree with everything you said, and I think um, I, I can totally understand her. If I had to do a speaking tour like her, I, I don't think I would even do it. And it isn't because of shyness. I actually do not mind speaking in front of people. I've done it many times. Mm-hmm. And people have even told me I'm a good speaker And I'm, when I'm prepared. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't like doing it because it's exhausting. It's exhausting yes. getting ready for it. It's exhausting doing it. And I just want to crawl into a hole when I'm done. And that's not worth it to me. But you know, it's obviously worth it to um yourself and, and to Susan Kane. <laughs> and um and, mm-hmm. and that, that's good. But for me I just I don't put myself in a position where I
1: have to speak um
0: because I just I'll dread it for that reason, because it's exhausting.
1: Yeah, I guess but, for me it's it's really about the message and knowing that I can I can spread a message wider if I if I am comfortable speaking and in front in front of a camera as well and I think that that was something I just said I don't want to be limited by fear but also the exhaustion is definitely an issue um so so let's talk about you know so yeah Susan Cain talks a lot about how we recharge so you recharge so an introvert recharges by retreating and getting quiet and an extrovert recharges with people and stimulus and loud music and, you know, loud conversation. Those are all things that make an extrovert really happy. And I was watching um, a TV show with my son the other day, and there was a party going on. And I just, I started to get like that, that icky feeling that I used to get as a as a high school kid in a college Going into these parties where the music was really loud and the and it was so overstimulated and and the conversation was not intimate. It was it was like really small talk and made me so uncomfortable. So right. I think that the, like dating often is about that too. It's it's about putting yourself into social situations that could be uncomfortable for introverts. So let's talk about some of those dating challenges. Um, what do you think is, is are some of those dating challenges for introverts?
0: Well I think um in, in the broad sense, I think the biggest dating challenge for introverts is that dating is really an extroverted activity by its very nature. Dating means going out and meeting other people that you don't know. It's um which is a very highly stimulating activity to talk I mean, to talk to a variety of strangers is something that comes reasonably naturally to an extrovert, but not so much to an introvert who prefers their own um close confidants and close friends rather than a, a series of strangers. And by mm-hmm. nature dating means talking to strangers and getting outside in the world to meet those strangers, um, often in places that are filled with um stimuli, um, such as um well, bars is, is the obvious example, but who really meets in bars anymore? Um, parties mm-hmm. Um, other social activities, things that involve people and um, that some introverts just might find like, oh, I can't stand doing that stuff. Or I don't mind it, but I find it exhausting. And and so I think the biggest challenge is getting the introvert out of what I call the introverted bubble, the place of, of quiet and calm that they prefer and out into the world meeting people in a way that does not um, turn them off or exhaust them. And that that's the challenge.
1: So that that's interesting. I mean, you know, when my son who's a very extreme introvert tells me that he's kind of working on on um almost like inoculating himself against his introversion by by exposing himself in small doses to um little groups of people that he normally doesn't feel comfortable with. Do you yeah. feel that that um so that doing something like that a repeated behavior to help you come a little bit out of your introversion. Um, Is that helpful?
0: Yes, I do think that. This is a big issue because a lot of the the issue people have with dating and and that applies to introverts is how much do I have to change in order to meet someone? Do I have to change who I am? And the answer is no. You don't have to change who you are. But you have to change certain behaviors or habits. And... um, so for the introvert, um, like the example with your son, I think what he's doing is good, kind of focusing on a, a systematic desensitization um, to get himself comfortable in certain situations that might benefit him in the future. And so what I recommend to people is get out of the introverted bubble, the place where you feel completely safe and where, you know, and that bubble is different for everybody. For me, it's alone in my writing at my writing desk. For somebody else, it would be in the basement with their music or whatever it is, got to get out of that. But you don't have to get out of it too far. You know, you don't have to take too many steps outside the comfort zone and do things that are just repugnant to you or that terrify you or just exhaust you or turn you off because that's only going to backfire. You know, if you want to take a new skier who's really scared of, of going downhill and facing the fall line, You want to take them out of their comfort zone. You don't take them to a really advanced slope and throw them down and say, ah, you'll live, don't worry about it. That's just (laughs) going to make them never want to do it again, right? You take them Uh to a a slope that's a little bit beyond their comfort level and let them fall their way down it and figure out, okay, I'm going to live. Next time they do it, it won't look so scary, and pretty soon that slope's going to look like nothing.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And the the same applies um, for introversion, Just finding out where your comfort zone is, stepping just outside of it to desensitize yourself, to um, kind of learn to to get used to, you know, working in the extrovert world when you need to. Because once you meet somebody, you're not going to have to deal with that as much.
1: That's true, because it's more more intimate.
0: Yeah, exactly. A relationship is, um, especially if you find somebody who is either like you or understands you, is is more intimate. You know, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to let them take you out and do these horribly stimulating things that you hate. If, if you do, then it's probably not a very good match, right? Mm-hmm. That's true.
1: Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. So on the topic, um, I'm just curious, is your husband an extrovert or an introvert?
0: Oh, what a great question. He is an introvert and he is um, the level of introversion that I am. We're both we're both not super introverted. We're both kind of moderate introverts and um and this has worked extremely well for me. I was with someone for years in the past who was extroverted and to be frank, he drove me a little crazy. <laughs> he was <laughs> he had too much he was too energetic. He always wanted to be out doing something, he wanted to talk all the time and I was just I was just exhausted. And you know, there's nothing wrong with him. He just wasn't a good match and um mm-hmm. so for me personally, um I like being with another introvert, but that doesn't mean that all introverts have to be with introverts. I don't know if that's where you were
1: going but I'll Yeah, me... I was curious Right, because I know that a lot of introverts and extroverts end up together and Susan Cain talks yeah. about her husband and he gets in the car and turns the music up and she turns it lower and he wants to leave <laughs> the party last and she wants to leave first and if you have to compromise to yeah. um to make that relationship work and she has a lot of um a, a lot of guidance in her book to help introverts and extroverts understand each other. So what you said yeah. before about understanding is so key. So yep. yeah, what else do you think um is important in you know seeking out a partner who may be very different from you?
0: Yeah, I think that you know obviously if you find an introvert then, you know, that's easy. But if you it it's it's often the case that emotional emotionally different people do attract each other because as long as those differences are complementary in nature. And sometimes an extrovert and an introvert do well together because the extrovert can kind of help the introvert kind of get out there and experience the world a little bit more and maybe kind of help buffer things for them. And so that can work. And and the only way, I think the only thing that doesn't work is when you have an extreme extrovert with someone who's quite introverted. Then the difference is too great, but... I, yeah, I think that it helps for these, these mixed couples to learn, to to read Susan Cain's book, both of them, and to understand um, the differences they have and learn to to understand the other's perspective. Because we all assume that everyone sees the world the way we do, but, you know, they don't. And um, once we learn to see from, from someone else's perspective and see, oh, God, that type of situation drives them crazy, maybe I should, you know, not do that, or, um, you know, maybe I should compromise and go out a little bit more. You can often find, you often find that not only will they get along well, but often they'll change a little bit. They'll start to, the introvert will start to not become an extrovert necessarily, but learn to appreciate what the extroverted world has to offer and vice versa. Hmm. Um,
1: yeah, that's an interesting thing about couples, I think, in general, that, um that they often bring each other closer to center, and um, it's true yeah. of attachment styles also um you've probably done some studies on attachment and um, when a person is uh, an anxious attacher and is with a person who's a secure attach attachment style they uh, the the secure person helps the anxious person become more secure. Um nice. and yeah. so yeah it's nice when you can have that happen because you can help you can help each other. Um Yeah. And so I think that you know it's the same with love languages when you understand that a person expresses their love through words instead of touch then you're going to understand that that just because they didn't say I love you doesn't mean they don't love you. They showed you through their actions and right. i think we 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 do have that tendency to just look look at the world through one lens and i think that's yeah. just important across the board we need to really be open and curious about partners about our partners about the people we date and um come from a place of curiosity and not judgment <coughs> excuse me um and i and yeah so i think that you know all of your advice is is really good about um, learning to appreciate what each person has to offer and brings to the table. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, I have a question about some of the clients that I've had because they, I have a lot of introverts um, who are clients. And me one too. of the things mm-hmm. that I, you too, right? <laughs> it's shocking, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So one of the things that I find, um, and this was true for me too until I learned differently, but I, I find that a lot of introverts, um, are not comfortable revealing a lot about themselves. It's almost like self-promotion. They're not comfortable with self-promotion. They feel that they're layered, and it does, it generally takes time to get to know them. And dating, again, is much more of an extroverted activity in that sense, too, where you you don't have that kind of luxury of time when you're going on dates to say, well, maybe on the fourth date, I'll really get to know your personality it's kind of you need to show up more and be and bring more of your personality to the table quicker um so do you have any advice for people like that and is this something that you've encountered
0: i um
1: i have not encountered this with my clients um
0: i've certainly encountered it in my life um people have said that about me and i've also Learned. I've also seen that behavior in other introverted men that I've dated, and I tend to be very drawn towards that kind of guy who doesn't give a lot up right away. But I, I like that. I like letting the person unfold and get comfortable around me and then reveal who they are. So that, to me, is a turn on, but I understand where not everybody is going to feel that way. They're going to wonder if the person is just closed off and emotionally unavailable, which is not going to work. And so what I would recommend for that Kind of person um is to first of all acknowledge that that's something that they have an issue with and 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 look at the risks involved in in and kind of look at how they might be coming off and um then think about ways that they can share where they feel comfortable doing that and again, this is stepping outside the comfort zone just because something feels. Like, ooh, I, I feel weird self-promoting. And well, let me ask you this, Sandy. What kinds of things did they have a hard time sharing? Um, was it their accomplishments, or more about um, their hobbies, or things? What kinds of things were they have a hard time kind of sharing about themselves?
1: Hmm. I uh, I think they have a lot of them feel they they need to listen more than talk. Um, I think they've been told by a lot of people, oh, you just need to listen to a man. And so they don't really right. show up as an interesting person. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're really interesting. That's so that's right. part of it. Okay. Yeah, that um, makes
0: sense. And you work, you work with women. I forgot about that. I tend to work with I with do. both sexes and, and more introverted men. Okay, this makes sense because, yeah, listening is is a good thing. And then the man walks away from the thing, you know, the date, thinking she's either uninteresting or she's uninterested because she did more right. listening, even though she
1: was trying to be polite. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and so they do I, that on their profiles, too. Like, even in a profile essay, they'll they'll write nothing, because they don't want to expose themselves. So yeah. it's like, you know, I'm a nice person, I'm creative, I'm kind, looking for the same. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's like, we boring. need to put more yeah. out there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So they come across, I would say the boring thing is probably the biggest issue. Yeah, and, and introverts can <coughs> seem
0: boring to to the uninitiated. You know, I know better. I know when someone seems boring, they're not. They're just a whole iceberg under that. That's just the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. and there's a whole interesting person there. And I know that but a lot of people don't and it's this is again stepping outside of that introverted bubble. You have to reveal something about yourself, not your deepest fears, not your childhood issues, nothing, you know, <laughs> nothing you would Nothing you wouldn't want to share with someone you weren't intimate with. But things like um, favorites. I was, you know, get specific. Like what are favorite things or things you love? You know, um, even if it's a TV show or a movie or things that really move you or an experience that really um, taught you a lot or a book that you got a lot out of. Get personal but again, stay appropriate. You know, books, movies, travel—those are all things that are first date appropriate. They're all online dating appropriate. And, and 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 I know that I know that feeling. I felt that way when I first got online. Like God, I you know I felt exposed. And then once I quote unquote exposed myself, I felt I was like, no, oh, this is no big deal. <laughs> you know, I I, I got yeah. used to it pretty quickly because you realize no one cares. You know, it's just. A chance for them to know you. You're, you know, it, it's hard for you. You know, once once you do it, you realize, oh, you know, it's, you're really not sharing your deep innards. You're just revealing a little bit about yourself. You know, raising, taking off the uh, the 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 hood a little bit and letting them see your face. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I think that's important to remind people not to share the depth of their emotion about very. You know things that should not be revealed before you know somebody well, because that's yeah. a big problem in dating. But um, but when you share something from your heart about the things that you mentioned—travel, books, um, a movie—you um, know, an event, something that was inspiring—you also make the conversation deepen on both ends yeah so like you mm-hmm. sharing mm-hmm. will help him share and i think that's what's one of the things that i teach women too it's like how do you show up on a first date to have success and you'll have more fun i mean i think that's also it's much more interesting for both parties to be sharing things that are meaningful than to be talking about the weather and um you know it's it's like dating can be really awkward but you can also yep. Yep. prepare and i think it's it's You know, the same thing like preparing for public speaking to get more comfortable on a stage. If you prepare for your first date, you'll be less nervous, you'll have more to share, um, and it'll be more successful.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, just to add one more thing, I think that if if women get, you know, if these introverted women get into a situation where they're only listening out, you know, sometimes you just have to jump in the conversation and you have to do Uh what feels unnatural. Jump in and talk about yourself a little bit. You know, if a guy is kind of rambling on a little bit and talking about, you know, how great his trip to Europe was, you know, eventually you can jump in and say, oh, I've always wanted to go there. I've heard X, Y, Z, and just just jump in. Because if you don't, they're going to assume you're not interested or you don't have anything
1: Yeah, that's, that's a great point, and... Um, I, I will add to that that a lot of men who get interrupted like that are actually grateful because yeah. they're nervous too. And they're like, blah, 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 And that's why they're talking
0: so much because they're nervous trying exactly. to
1: deal with this introverted woman. Exactly. Yeah. And they may be introverted themselves and it might be hard for them. So, yeah, I think that's a great tip. Um, so as we come to the end here, um, can you share one more tip that introverts can do to succeed at dating? I think um, I got
0: a couple of ideas. One of them is to understand introversion better. Definitely read Susan Cain's book. Um, you know, get on get on you know websites that talk about the issue and kind of learn to get your arms around it. A lot of times people feel intimidated to date when they're introverted because they don't completely understand the problem. They know they're introverted, but then they feel like, well, I'm introverted, I'm screwed. You know, I I don't like going out. You know, they kind of give up. And it's like, don't give up. Get your arms around the issue. Kind of figure out different strategies and then try new things. Um, The other thing I would suggest, and I, I really think that online dating can be a good forum for introverts because it's a way to kind of stretch yourself and get out of your comfort zone by, quote-unquote, exposing yourself online. But you can do it from the comfort and quiet of your own home. You have control over who you talk to and who you choose to to meet in person. It's one-on-one when you meet them. Um, I really think that in many ways it benefits introverted people if they're willing to get past the parts they're not comfortable with.
1: Yeah, I think that's really true. And I actually just heard that from an introvert who I went on a date with, um, that he likes online dating for just that reason. Um, Good. So this was fabulous. Um, thank you for being on the show today and sharing all this great information for introverts. <laughs> and, My um, pleasure. And, people, and just give your website real quick. Oh, christyhartman.com, C-H-R-E-S-T-I-E. Are you still there? Yeah. Oh, did I break was, out? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't out. Oh, yeah. chrisnieartmont.com. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, and thank you everyone for listening. And I hope that all you introverts out there will go out and date with more success with all this great information. And I hope everybody goes on their last first date very soon. Have a great day. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs>